response ability. As I write this episode, it is UK Mental Health Awareness Week. In recent years, mental health has moved from a place of often being shrouded in stigma to a place of much more openness and of being a regular talking point and a news item. This has undoubtedly been helped by many in the public eye, including the royal family, giving the subject an airing and has to be a good thing overall. If you suspect there's a but coming, you're right. My only concern with this move is that too many psychological difficulties might be classed as mental health issues. I would suggest from observation that this causes some people, maybe many people, to believe that there is little or nothing that they can do to change things. Their issues become a matter for professional treatment and personal responsibility for their own emotions and moods is somewhat lost. Although the help of healthcare professionals may indeed be necessary, as may medication or the help of some form of talking therapy, this doesn't mean that any of us should totally hand over responsibility for our own well-being to other people. Responsibility for our emotional well-being begins with us and for a large part it revolves around choices. Response ability, the title of this episode, is my way of saying that we have the ability to choose how we respond to whatever life brings our way, as illustrated by a short story called A Positive Attitude is Everything by Francie Balthazar Schwartz that I will now read to you. Jerry is the kind of guy you love to hate. He is always in a good mood and always has something positive to say. When someone would ask him how he was doing, he would reply, If I were any better, I'd be twins. He was a natural motivator. If an employee was having a bad day, Jerry was there telling the employee how to look on the positive side of the situation. Seeing this style really made me curious. So one day I went up and asked him, I don't get it. You can't be a positive person all of the time. How do you do it? He replied, Each morning I wake up and say to myself, You have two choices today. You can choose to be in a good mood or you can choose to be in a bad mood. I choose to be in a good mood. Each time something bad happens, I can choose to be a victim or I can choose to learn from it. I choose to learn from it. Every time someone comes to me complaining, I can choose to accept their complaining or I can point out the positive side of life. I choose the positive side of life. Yeah, right, it's not that easy, I protested. Yes, it is, he said. Life is all about choices. When you cut away all the junk, every situation is a choice. You choose how to react to situations. You choose how people affect your mood. You choose to be in a good mood or bad mood. The bottom line is, it's your choice how you live your life. I reflected on what he said. Soon after, I left the scaffolding industry to start my own business. We lost touch, but I often thought about him when I made a choice about life instead of reacting to it. 
Several years later, I heard that he was involved in a serious accident, falling some 60 feet from a communications tower. After 18 hours of surgery and weeks of intensive care, he was released from the hospital with rods placed in his back. I saw him about six months after the accident. When I asked him how he was, he replied, If I were any better, I'd be twins. Want to see my scars? I declined to see his wounds, but I did ask him what had gone through his mind as the accident took place. The first thing that went through my mind was the well-being of my soon-to-be-born daughter, he replied. Then, as I lay on the ground, I remembered that I had two choices. I could choose to live, or I could choose to die. I chose to live. Weren't you scared? Did you lose consciousness? I asked. He continued. The paramedics were great. They kept telling me I was going to be fine. But when they wheeled me into the ER and I saw the expressions on the faces of the doctors and nurses, I got really scared. In their eyes, I read, he's a dead man. I knew I needed to take action. What did you do? I asked. Well, there was a big burly nurse shouting questions at me, said Jerry. She asked if I was allergic to anything. Yes, I replied. The doctors and nurses stopped working as they waited for my reply. I took a deep breath and yelled, Gravity! Over their laughter, I told them, I'm choosing to live. Operate on me as if I'm alive, not dead. He lived, thanks to the skill of his doctors, but also because of his amazing attitude. I learned from him that every day we have the choice to live fully. Attitude, after all, is everything. Suggestions 1. Consider Jerry's determination to adopt a positive attitude. Are there areas in your life where you could actively choose to adjust your perspective or mood in order to bring about positive change? If so, give it a go. 2. My academic background is in psychology, and at the beginning of this century, 20 years on that still sounds funny, I taught the subject to A-level students for a few years. Psychology involves unpacking answers to the questions, why do I, or he, she, they, think like this? Why do I feel like this? Why do I behave like this? Take time to ask yourself these questions in relation to any thoughts, feelings or actions that you consider less than desirable. Because once you've discovered some of the answers as they relate to you, your relationships and your circumstances, you'll be well on the way to bringing about change. And three, think about any ways you may have been unhelpfully labelled, either by yourself or by others in terms of mental health or emotions. If you use any possessive pronouns in association with this, for example, my OCD or my anxiety, try to stop using those terms in your thought life as well as in your speech. If you stop owning the condition in this way, you've taken the first important step towards change. What's God got to do with it? 
Let's look at a few scriptures that speak about our responsibility. Matthew 7, verses 1 and 2. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way as you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Matthew 5, 39 and 44. Do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And Romans 12:14 tells us that we are not only to pray for those who persecute us, but we are to bless them too. And a verse that I used to keep on the kitchen wall when our children were growing up. Philippians 2.14, do everything without grumbling or arguing. A principle that Jerry, from our story, lived out well. The scripture goes on to say, so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. When we actively choose to respond in the way God directs, we engage in the process of sanctification and become more and more the person he created us to be. Lastly, a scripture that I want to unpack a little from 1 Corinthians 12, where the illustration is of individuals being distinct and yet united in the body of Christ. Verse 28 reads, If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honoured, every part rejoices with it. This relates to the biblical principle of rejoicing with those who rejoice and weeping with those who weep, Romans 12 verse 15, but it also carries responsibility with it. If it is the case that if one part suffers, then every part suffers with it, then we need to guard our well-being, not only for our own benefit, but also for that of the family and or community of which we are a part. If we are a foot, then we have some responsibility for making sure we're as healthy a foot as we can be, otherwise the whole body limps. Or if we're an eye, then we have some responsibility for making sure we're as healthy an eye as we can be, otherwise the whole body is visually impaired. Let's pray. Lord, help me to become more and more the person you created me to be. Teach me to respond well to people and circumstances that come my way. Holy Spirit, please speak to me of the new thing you would do in my life to bring about that change so that I might cooperate with you. Lord, I choose to live my life for your glory, effectively playing my part in the body of Christ here on earth for the furtherance of your kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege of being called to your service. I bless your holy name, Lord God. Amen.